0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Iron Mind Aaron podcast, episode number four. Again, audio and visual brought to you by Dom Z Productions. So getting right into it, title of this episode, this podcast episode is Check Yourself Before You Wreck Yourself. First thing that comes to mind for me is Ice Cube, the lyrics to his song from like the late 90s, and really... What hit me with this, and this topic hits home, I've talked a lot about my transition and kind of growth and evolution over the past few years. And I think I've talked about it enough at length where people are like, dude, fuck you, I get it, you were in a, a rough spot. So what I realized, looking back and recently, was that there are different levels to the shit pit that our life can kind of hit. And I think, you know, we look at a chain of events Uh, You know, I look at early 30s and I look at my divorce. I look at, you know, uh, up and down relationship with my ex-wife, up and down relationships with girls and women in my life and, you know, being unhappy across the board. And really what happens is if you don't identify your unhappiness and you can't come to terms with it, you can't get clear on where you're at, you start to sedate. Now, we sedate through many different ways. Sedation is, typically, and I look across the, with some of the men I work with, and I look at myself, we look at sedation, whether it could be, it could be with women, it could be with drugs and alcohol, it could be with work, it could be with shit, it could be being on Facebook, social media, the internet, um, it, it really, there's, there's tons of ways that, that men and women can sedate. And this keeps us from being on our path, and really it, uh, it really, it allows us to escape our unhappiness and really not focus on it, work on it. So about two years ago, I said I hit, hit a low, low point in my life. And then since then, I've been really committed to bettering myself. And what I've realized is that this comes in waves. And I think they're going to talk about it. I don't know if it's like Dante's Inferno, but the seven levels or seven layers of hell. I think it's seven. But... There's different levels to, I, I think, that um, the, we can sync. And there's different levels for happiness as we make the transition out of, you know, once we identify that, man, I've, I'm in a rough spot. When we work ourselves out of it, you hit these levels, right? And you're like, man, I'm fucking happy. I'm feeling great. And you're like, you know what? Man, I could be happier. Cool. And you do some work and then you get happier and you get happier and happier. The biggest thing and my biggest takeaway, so if you're tuning in on this, this is like an early takeaway from my usual ramblings, but is that when, if you slide back at all and you catch yourself, you fucking win. And you win every time that happens. So once you commit to making changes and digging yourself out of a certain level of unhappiness, you hit these levels and if you refuse, and I mean absolutely fucking refuse to go back, you draw that line, you stand it, you got your stance, and you push forward, refuse to go back, you could take some time and recommit. So I look at that, I look at my life, in this last December, between being sick, and you know, typically, um, with training, with the gym um, that I own, you get like, historically, it's been slow. This has actually been a really busy time um, for me, and it's been good, but it's like, I I know, know for a fact that I'm triggered by Thanksgiving, and I'm triggered by Christmas. So once I clear what I call the holiday gauntlet, I'm good, and I'm on point. But this year it was a little bit different. I caught myself, I go, dude, historically this is like a tough time of year for you for multiple, uh, multiple reasons. But you know, I cleared it, I woke up on, on New Year's Day with this huge, huge overwhelming sense of anxiety. And it wasn't because um, of anything significant in my life, But it was like, you know what, this year, this is 2019, this is the year I turned 40, which is fucking, it's a milestone for a lot of people, but I don't want to treat it like that. I want to treat this like this transition really for me is going to be about power and taking back my life, not taking back because I've already taken it back, but really fucking flipping the switch and going all out. So that anxiety is relieved and anytime you wake up with anxiety, it is relieved relieved by action. And that's uh, the saying in my, uh, in my coaching group. And one of my, my best friends, one of my boys, Coach Steve Krebs, is like it's only action, anxiety is only alleviated uh, by action only 100% of the time. So you think about that, if you get up and start doing shit, I know, right, old man, and, uh, that it always, it's starting to occur to me. But if you get up and start doing shit immediately and taking action, like I could push the business, I have like, you know, tons of resources, my training I'm like, man, I am not gonna hold back this year. And my big thing with training now is training smart, training safely, not fucking pushing, going balls to the wall for a month and then getting injured or fucking myself up. Same thing, I put myself in the hospital a couple times. I had rabdo last year, which fucking blew. And um, that really, you know, waking up in the hospital, um, it wasn't a happy point in my life. And that's happened to a ton of people I know. Why? Because we look at short-term goals versus long-term. So my short-term health, I threw out the window, or um, really I'm like, ah, eh, fuck it, I got this. And then really my long-term health was like in jeopardy. And you know, a lot of people can actually, you know, can die from that. People have died, you know, Navy SEALs, CrossFitters. It's huge in CrossFit. Um, I did it from improper dieting and really pushing the limits and not recovering. You know, I almost thought I had fucking mono. I'm like, yeah, I can hit another lift. So what I look back is that I, you know, check yourself before you wreck yourself. That was a wake up call. And I got called an asshole by my doctor, you know, in the in emergency the room. He's like, uh, you got this from working out too much. You idiot. He's like, you're a trainer, you're a coach, you own a gym. He's like, what are you doing? And at the time, I was teaching exercise science. So I was training other trainers. So what kind of, you know, it's kind of a messed up role model. You know, kind of look at do as I say, not as I do. And that's kind of, it's a terrible approach, but it's something I definitely inherited from my parents and my parents' generation. But I have to lead, if I'm going to be around here and be impactful and live the life that I want to live and do everything that I've set out to do and hit the goals from when I was a kid, I need to be healthy. And I need to fucking be able to go all in in 2019. So where does that, where does that leave us? Um, and where does that take us here in 2019? 2019 is started out for me, it's been fucking amazing. And I don't say that to brag. I just say that because I set goals, I set targets, and I committed to hitting them. So this is probably, and this is, uh, we're gonna get some hard math I'm gonna throw at you, is about 10 million, ta- 10 million times more powerful than the New Year's resolutions. And historically, I've been the guy coming out, and it's like, oh, cool, New Year's resolutions, and I have shit on the new year, new me. And now I say it kind of mockingly to those that uh, that just bash the new year, new me people. Now, get it. I've been to the gym, gym rat probably my whole life. You know, ever since I was 12 years old, I've been in a weight room. So that's, that's a long-ass time. I've been in a weight room longer than most people have been alive in this generation and that's not a crack at millennials but I'm just saying I put my time in so when I see a lot of people post about it and they shit on these people they don't understand the true struggle that is habit change so guess what just like I couldn't get out of my own fucking way for the last you know two years probably before so for four years ago for a two-year stint it was kind of like this rocky path and I couldn't get out of my own way to save my life man and that's legitimate so I look at all these people rolling in the new year and they are frustrated there is struggle and they don't know So they're going through and they don't truly understand habit change and how much effort it really takes. Or not really how much effort it is. It's getting clear and staying clear. That's why setting goals and targets are, you know, you want to overreach a little bit and you want to go after them. But it's systematic, man. You reverse engineer and you go after what you want. So, you know, the big thing for me is holding myself accountable or, you know, what I do is I'm in a part of a group and I, I coach other men and I work obviously I have a gym and I train and I work with athletes and I work with everybody. I look at setting goals for them and I look at making them or helping them stay clear and I use that it's powerful for me as well to to stay on the path and hit my goals. So again while years ago I was like oh fuck these people like new year new me, you know, it was super frustrating especially owning a gym and being a trainer when you have people that drop the fuck off no matter they would hit their targets and this happens every year. And that's why I don't like these uh, six-week transformation programs. And I've got a lot of friends that own gyms and they're super successful because of how they run them. But locally, I don't see anything really strong that creates sustainable change based on behaviors and habit. So we look at this and people grow into this and they hit my targets. All the people I run, I've been very successful with training in a group setting, personal training, and it's not, you know, like a big, uh, I guess it kind of is a big slap on the back and a pat on my own shoulder here and a tooting, tooting my own horn. But to be modest, like there's people that, the reason why people seek me out is one, because I keep it simple and I get results, right? When I look at this and what I've seen, the huge problem is, that people hit these targets and then they fall the fuck off because they don't have another target or they don't it's like this one this one big target this one big resolution you know like we look at people are like i'm gonna stop smoking this year then what i'm gonna stop smoking when you're gonna stop smoking by how clear like it's cool like and that's an awesome it's a powerful thing to do or i'm gonna lose 25 pounds why do you want to lose 25 pounds Why well, i want to look better why do you want to look better all these why questions really keep us clear and on the track, well, I wanna look more attractive for my husband, I wanna get out there, I'm single, I wanna date again, I wanna feel comfortable in my own body. These are some reasons that the social media kinda trashes, and again, you look at some, um, uh, I guess callous coaches, skeptical coaches, and they really, like after seeing people drop the fuck off, they lose their motivation and the ability to help motivate others. So, currently I'm in a spot where things are good and I'm training the people I wanna train and working with you know, the online clients that I work with and everything like that, and it's great. But my, the reason this podcast resonates with me is because of this transition going back to me, going, you know what, man, 2019 is my year. Now, this goes out to all those people that fucking 2018 sucked. And if you think about it, and if you watch social media, the big running trend is 2018 wasn't my year but I'm ready for 2019 so I really want to know what people what they're thinking and what they're really doing to make this year different and for me it was waking up with that pit of anxiety on New Year's morning and understanding that I'm in a transition period where I don't want to be I don't want to look fucking 40 don't I don't want to ever feel out of shape I want to feel strong I want to be able to you know I train martial arts I want to be able to fuck somebody up on command as a man, i say it, it sounds kind of messed up. I'm not a violent person, but, man, it feels good, and you feel powerful when you're training martial arts, and you still got it. And that requires, for me, consistent training. So I train at Taikai Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Syracuse. Um, it, me driving up there. It's 30-minute, 25-minute drive. It's going there. It's me getting pad work in upstairs a Mixed Martial Arts Gym, Crown City Combat Club. That's getting on the pads. That's me investing in myself to travel with high-end instructors that's me investing in myself to travel and get out of the area so I could stay clear and I don't get caught in the local trap now what is the local trap for me this area in any area I would say that's in upstate New York central New York that is off the beaten path that is an area that's kind of had you know I look at Cortland New York where I'm I'm currently residing I look at Utica New York where I'm I grew up 15 minutes away, Utica, New York had the highest exodus rate in New York State, shit, it was in the country, it was the second highest exodus rate in the country, all these people leaving the area, getting the fuck out because it was so bad. Now how do you survive in an area like that? You escape it, you travel, you set up, you really evaluate who you spend your time with. This is a key factor for surviving in these areas and staying successful and hitting my targets. But I I just talked about environment. I talked about goal setting. Looked at all these things that are going to make my year successful. And the things I've learned the hard way, unfortunately, that I know I can pass on to other people listening to this um, or watching. So in 2019, I am not taking the approach where I am shitting on people transitioning into the new year. And you know what? I think it's pretty funny. Some of the memes and the humor that is out on social media, but I think anyone that's seeing this stuff and getting super triggered, one, you shouldn't get triggered by anything on social media ever, lighten up. Two, if you get triggered, step up, like really step up. 2019 is your year if you make it your year and that is a daily action. That is you waking up on fire and if you're not on fire, doing the work to put yourself in a position of power and then moving the fuck forward daily. 365 days, what well, we got, we're four down, 361 days left, 360 days left, whatever it is, you know, today's probably almost almost over. So you've, you've already had four or five days that you potentially have put on the good side here, and you've done the work, and you're super happy with, or you've kind of dicked around, and you're like, ah, yeah, I'll start tomorrow. No, you just wasted time, time you'll never get back. And now I look at me with a transition period, and again, going into my age, you know, whether it's, I don't feel old, trust me. But I look about, man, what happens What happens in 20 years? Will I be able to see my daughter grow up? Shit, I hope there's no early grandkids, please. But uh, I look at that, and I look at my ability, like, where? what sustainability do I have? You know, like, you know, long-term. You know, like, I want to see what this world has to offer, and I have just hit my groove. So it's going to take hell or high water to keep me off my track and this year I think that's the motivation and I think that's I don't think it I know it that's the mindset we need to have we need to be on on fire in 2019 and just waking up and like I said if you notice for one single day you wake up in anxiety you wake up in depression and you wake up and for one second you feel like wasting that day you got to say fuck it and dive into it. you got to make yourself do what you don't want to do. And this was another revelation I've had. That in December, knowing that typically it's been, um, you know, typically in the training business, again, like I said, it is a slow month, right? And nobody wants to do shit after we hit Thanksgiving and we roll into New Year. You know, a lot of people go on vacation, you know, essentially in their lives, maybe in their relationships, and their jobs. Not, not talking about physical travel. I'm talking about they kind of check out because they know the holidays. Whether the holidays are a trigger, like I said, for me, or they're just like, eh, not really motivated. You know, upstate New York, it's kind of cold, whatever. But we look at this, and when these people kind of check out and do this, like, it's, uh, it's destructive, right? So it's really, you know, kind of pulling it all together here. It really comes down to keeping the fire, keeping the motivation. And that sounds like life coaching and all this other bullshit. But if you feel yourself slipping, you got to take a step, a step back and you got to start digging in somewhere. Now, for me, that was cleaning my house. <laughs> I swear to God, I got up and it, when I have anxiety, I get the fuck out of bed. I clean my kitchen. I'm like, I'm sweeping up. I have this big ass dog. So there's like dog hair. And I'm like, man, I just swept and I just mopped all these floors. This is me, you know, a single guy living in my house. But, you know, I, I, keep, it, I keep it clean. But it's funny. That was the first thing. From there, I got up. I'm like, all right, man, I'm up and moving. I meditated. And then I, I started back in, and I really it, it kind of went over some of the goals and targets I set. So seeing those, I'll put those up on the fridge. I have them up in my office. I have them. You can put them on your, the, the screensaver, in your phone, whatever it is. So they're visible, and you don't have to go out announcing them. It helps, but it helps if other people know so they can kind of hold you to it. But shit, man, between that and then giving myself the rest of the day to kind of, you know, you, it's all right to feel like shit. It's all right to have anxiety. You just can't dwell on it. You can't focus on trying to shut it out. You just kind of have to acknowledge it and go, all right, cool, let it pass by. The next day, was hitting a workout, an easy workout. Started to build some steam. I started eating better because my eating, just like anybody else, falls off during the holidays. And I started building momentum. And the today was, was an awesome day. Um, just got done training session at the gym. Deadlifted 500 pounds. Now, is that any phenomenal powerlifting number? Nope. But I haven't hit that healthy. I haven't hit that number healthily, if that's a fucking word, in three years. And prior to that, in those three years, you know, a couple years before that, it was just a grinding, terrible, god awful. My back felt like shit. Set. So to do that, four or five days into the new year, really gets me excited because I've got some big, lofty targets set that I will fucking hit. So if you're with me and you're feeling this podcast, um, I really challenge you to dig in and not waste any more time. I will leave you on that. Again, I thank Dom Z Productions for putting this together, doing the audio, the visual. And I will talk to you guys next week for podcast episode number five of the Iron Mind Aaron podcast. Later, folks.